want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to 8020 Utah edition. Currently in Salt Lake City, Sam and I got in super super late last night probably like it felt like 4 a.m eastern time i think it was two yeah it was two salt lake time and when my head hit the pillow i knocked out but i woke up naturally at probably like 8 8 30 salt lake time so like 10 10 30 eastern time and i just have had a really really good morning we have a little bit of extra time before sam's family lands um they're getting in tonight and then we are going on a family vacation to park city so we're super excited and i thought that i would sit down and record a podcast episode from the hotel room all about traveling and my healthy travel hacks and tips and tricks i know that a lot of people get like really stressed out before vacations or during vacations because they think that they can't enjoy themselves and still stick to their like diet or their plan or whatever. But there are ways that you can do it. I think that it's really important to note too that when you love the lifestyle that you live, when you love eating the way that you do, when you love moving your body the way that you do, it's not hard to stick to those things because you genuinely just do it because it makes you feel good. So I just thought that I would talk a little bit about all of that today and how I stick to my routine when I'm traveling, how I kind of keep up my healthy lifestyle, but at the same time have a balance and enjoy myself too. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Sorry if the quality is a little bit not as good as it normally is. I actually got a different mic just to travel with. It's the Yeti Snowball mic. If you guys are interested in like starting your own podcast, podcast equipment. It was about 40 bucks, I think, on Amazon, and it's pretty small. Um, it, it was perfect in my carry-on. My other mic was just too big, too heavy, and I knew that I wouldn't want to travel with that big thing. So the Yeti Snowball is a perfect mic. If you don't want to go like all in on a mic, but you still want decent quality sound, um, small and compact. I've really been liking it so far. It was super easy to set up. Um, just plugged it right into my computer, screw the stand into the bottom of it and hit record. So absolutely love that. Maybe we'll kind of just start things off 
with some life updates. I, I just feel kind of chatty and I feel like I can kind of implement my tips and tricks through just updating you guys on my life and talking about my travel day yesterday and my plans for the next like week and a half or so. I feel like just coming from a very like personal standpoint. I mean, you guys like when I tell personal stories and then kind of implement the tips and tricks through that. So I will kind of do that through this episode since you guys enjoy when I do that other than just like listing off like you should do this, then do this, and then do that. First things first, like I said, we are in a hotel right now. So if you guys hear any like air conditioning on and off or like door slamming or Sam will probably come in from his workout here pretty soon, all of those things are probably going to happen and that's just something that we're going to have to deal with. Um, and I hope that you guys can ignore those little noises and maybe the mic won't even pick it up. I don't really know. Life update number one is that I absolutely loved the four days of healthy habits challenge. And if you participated in that challenge, thank you so much. If you tagged me in an Instagram story, thank you so much. It just absolutely brightened my day to see you guys doing the challenge together and it helped to hold me accountable. I made little daily recaps. And I mean, there were days when I was like, okay, I don't really feel like doing, you know, 10 minutes outside. But I went and I did it anyway because I knew that you guys were also doing it as well and we were doing it together. And then I was going to be able to put it in my recap and show you guys what I did. So it was just a really cool way to get inspired, stay motivated because there's other people doing it with you as well. And if you we're on little circle reading the daily blog posts. I did a recipe. I did one about motivation versus commitment. I did one about um, like journal prompts and what's next. I just absolutely love connecting with you all and I just cannot wait to do another challenge um, and then eventually another group coaching program as well because when I did Good Things Come in Threes, that was such an incredible program and such a transformative journey for so many of you and myself included and so I just love being a part of something with you guys rather than just it being this like relationship where you just listen to me once or twice a week and then go about your day like we actually interact with each other and so if you are one of those people who I have had the opportunity to connect with over dms or had the opportunity to meet in real life like I am just so so grateful for you and I'm so blessed that you are a part of this journey with me and I'm so blessed that I could be a piece of the puzzle for you as well. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this like crazy roller coaster ride. This is getting kind of emotional and kind of deep. But anyway, uh, four days of healthy habits was a huge success and I cannot wait to run another little freebie challenge like that for you guys. And please let me know any feedback that you have for me. Obviously these programs, challenges, whatever I create is for you. So if there's something that you are interested in or an area that has been challenging for you that you might need support in, please let me know um, any feedback that you have and we can kind of navigate ways to incorporate those things into potential programs um, in the future. Let's talk about how to keep up being the best version of you when you are traveling. So I did an episode like this a couple weeks ago. It was called like staying consistent in the chaos. And that was kind of like tips and tricks to stay on your routine. But this is going to be like literally the steps that I take and the little habits that I do to stay healthy while I'm traveling. So I think that the first thing to keep in mind is that 
the days prior to your travel are absolutely critical. I posted an Instagram story um, with a poll on it and I asked you guys, do you get stressed before you travel? Because I totally do. I'm such a stress case right before travel and I feel like I'm running around doing all these errands, packing, tying up the loose ends, and I wanted to be able to be like off the clock essentially when I was traveling. So I was like pre-scheduling emails and I needed to record a couple podcast episodes and then I I had an issue with recording podcast episodes and it's like, okay, you know what? I just have to let that go and be okay with sitting down for 45 minutes on vacation and recording a podcast episode because it is something that I love to do and I want to be able to connect with you guys. And so that's what I'm doing today. But I think that before you go on vacation, it's important to do the things that you need to do to have a pleasant vacation. So for me, that was getting all of my ducks in a row, essentially, but also keeping up with taking care of myself. So like drinking my water and doing my movement and the four days of healthy habits challenge was honestly so clutch that that was happening because without that challenge, without that accountability from you guys, I probably would have fallen off track these past couple days leading up to vacation. So having something that can hold you accountable when you are stressed and feeling like you're just running around doing all of these things and you have the longest to-do list checklist ever um, before you go on vacation, it's really, really important to just take a couple minutes a day to make sure that you are first off excited for vacation and it's not stressing you out and then also make sure that you are not like burning yourself out prior to being away from home because I think that a lot of us will go on vacation and then we come home and it's like okay I need a vacation from being on vacation. If you prepare properly before you leave you won't need that kind of like limbo time. It used to take me like a week or two to get back into my routine after I came back from vacation, but now it only takes me like a day, give or take, um, to get back into my routine just because I know it needs to be done. And before I left, I kind of lined things up to make it easier for myself when I got back home. So whatever that looks like for you, whether it's like work stuff, whether it's chores around the house, even just like washing your sheets before you leave and coming home to a nice clean made fresh bed. I also think that packing accordingly is critical. And you guys are probably thinking like, yeah, obviously, Lily, we're going to pack the things that we need to pack. But it's really important to pack all the things that you would typically use at home. So I think a lot of us are like, oh, I'm going on vacation. Like I can just not bring as much skincare as I normally do, or I will not bring my favorite water bottle because I'll just, you know, drink a cup of water there. But packing your suitcase as if, I mean, I'm not saying overpack, okay? (laughs) I mean, you can overpack a little bit. I've always been a big overpacker. I've gotten better as I've gotten older, but you never know what you're going to need, to be completely honest. So it's important to have everything. And I'm also the type of person that when someone's like, hey, do you have a band-aid? I'm like, yeah, I have all different sizes of band-aids. Which one do you need? Or someone's like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I need an, an Advil. I'm like, okay, I have Advil. Like I literally have everything that everybody needs. So in a sense, I kind of packed for other people as well, but Bringing things like your favorite ice roller or your favorite water bottle or even like your favorite shoes that you like to wear wear around the house. So like slippers or slides or whatever. Just making yourself feel as at home as possible is really going to help you stay within your routine and within your lifestyle. So don't jip yourself out of your full skincare routine. Don't jip yourself out of bringing your favorite water bottle and settling for like a cup or like a stupid plastic one. You would really be surprised at what a difference this makes when you 
pack your suitcase as if you weren't even leaving home. I would also recommend packing your favorite snacks for a couple of different reasons. First off, airport food is kind of gross. Sometimes you'll get a Starbucks, sometimes you'll get a good Chipotle, but you can never count on it. And you also don't know what is going to happen. (laughs) When you are flying, you are at the mercy of a huge corporation that really doesn't need you, to be honest. So if your flight gets delayed, if you get stuck on the tarmac for four hours, if you have to make a landing at an airport that wasn't your final destination, um, and maybe it's a tiny little airport that doesn't have restaurants in it, like you're, you're going to want some food and you're going to want to make sure that you have food that you like instead of just like Cheetos from the little like Hudson newsstand or whatever. So it's really, really important to pack yourself your favorite granola or some overnight oats, maybe like some nuts and seeds. You could even do like veggies in a plastic bag. I love to just do some carrots and some cucumbers and just kind of like munch on those throughout the day. And every now and then you'll get like a really solid restaurant in an airport but your food's going to cost you like 40 bucks for like a freaking sandwich or your coffee. I think I spent $8 on a cup of coffee in the airport the other day. And obviously you can't take liquids past security. So like that's kind of a given. I just accept the fact that I'm going to spend a lot of money on on coffee or food or whatever. You know, like even your water bottle. Like you could put your water bottle in your backpack, no liquid in it obviously, and take it past security and just fill it up at the water fountain when you get to your gate. So just like little things like that, making sure that you are fully prepared for anything that's going to happen. Also packing your toiletries and all the things that you might need in your carry-on because for me, if I pack like I am going to get delayed, stuck in an airport, um, if, if I pack for the worst case scenario, I have a very, very smooth travel day. If I think, oh, it's just going to be a short flight, you know, just like a, a nonstop hour and a half flight, um, I can just throw everything in my suitcase. Those are the worst travel days that I ever have. <laughs> and so when you pack fully prepared, nothing bad's going to happen. Well, okay, don't quote me on that. When you pack and you're fully prepared, it seems like delays and cancellations and, you know, emergency landings and all that stuff doesn't happen. I mean, I've been through it all. If you guys have been listening to the podcast and following me for a while, you know that I've I've been through just about every scenario multiple times. And yesterday was probably the smoothest travel day I've ever had. I packed for worst case scenario. Sam and I both had carry-ons. We both checked bags. And we both had our backpacks too. Had snacks, we had our computers, chargers, everything that we might possibly need, extra clothing, extra underwear, tampons, you name it, everything in our carry-ons just in case. And we had the smoothest travel day I could have ever asked for. Beautiful weather and we were worried about storms. We woke up and it was a beautiful sunny day. It was perfect and we just had such a great travel day. It was a long travel day, but it was a good one. And I think that traveling with a buddy, if you can, makes things go a lot easier. I have traveled alone probably more than I've traveled with people, and I always, always love traveling with someone because it just makes everything so much easier. So if you have the opportunity or the option to travel with a friend versus like meeting them there, just travel with a friend because it's so much easier and then you guys can like talk and hang out and like someone can hold your backpack while you're going to the bathroom and it's just so much more fun when you have a friend. Another airport hack that I have for you guys is to obviously wear tennis shoes and walk around if you have the opportunity. 
Obviously, it depends on how long your layover is and where you got to go, but if you do have extra time, maybe you have the option between taking a shuttle and walking to your next gate, just walk. I mean, you've been sitting all day. If you have like a heavy carry-on, you know, judgment call, whatever, but I always, always love to just walk around the airport. So there is a time difference between the East Coast and Salt Lake City. And it's only two hours, but it can really, really throw your body off. So I think that the first, second, and third days are the most critical as far as setting up the rest of your trip for success. So whether the time change is eight hours or just one hour, I think that it's critical to stick to your routine that you want to follow while you're on vacation because say you get in super late and then you sleep in super late but you don't really want to sleep in the whole rest of vacation your body's just going to be even more thrown off it's going to be so confused and so today I actually set my alarm for 8 30 which felt like 10 30 east coast time but 8 30 here and I automatically try to get into the routine of okay we're on salt lake time now so it's 8 30 our time I'm waking up at 8 30 and I'll probably get up around 8, 8.30 on vacation. I went right to the gym and just sweat off everything. Just sweat away the travel and the jet lag. If you want to change your state, so whether this is you're in a bad mood, you want to get in a good mood, you're tired, you want to wake up, moving your body is the way to do it. I feel like a broken record when I say this, but doing a workout first thing in the morning, absolutely a game changer, and it will just set your whole entire week up to be the same way. I think a lot of us forget how good movement makes us feel, especially when we're on vacation. We're like, oh, I'm on vacation. I have to do my workout routine. It's like, sure, you don't have to, but why wouldn't you want to? You know, it's like if you're jet lagged and you're tired and you didn't go to bed until what felt like 5 a.m. your time, just go move your body. Just get right into the routine that you want to be on. Think about what the best version of you would do. Getting into your ideal vacation routine right from the get-go will seriously set your entire week up to be the best that it can be. And then try sticking to it too. I mean, even writing it down would be super beneficial. So you might want to spend time in your journal and just write down your goals for vacation, maybe the activities that you guys are doing and maybe where you could wedge in your workout and wedge in your... Hello. <laughs> I told them you were coming. Do you have any travel tips for the listeners? I'm talking about waking up and just doing the darn thing to beat the jet, jet lag. Like, do you feel so much better now? Okay, let me preface this. Sam was a little tired. He's shaking his head, yes. He's a little tired, a little hangry when he woke up this morning at 11:30, and he just worked out how do you feel i mean i feel great yeah it feels like a million bucks i just needed to get my endorphins going early he needed to get the endorphins going <laughs> i mean exercise is key exercise is key i don't know if it's picking up your voice so i'm like repeating everything that you say you heard it here first you never regret a workout never ever sam was super not motivated i said i'm gonna leave you at the gym i'm gonna go upstairs and record and you're gonna work out and you're gonna feel like so much better yeah i didn't feel like working out at all but just because of jet lag and yeah i was tired and didn't get much sleep in the hotel but i feel better now i feel like i'm actually awake all right, Sam's in the shower now, back to just you and me. I think that it's really important to make sure that your routine is one that you can't wait to wake up to. So it's something that you 
obviously love to do. It makes you feel good and something that you wouldn't mind doing on vacation. If your routine doesn't really look like that, it's time to kind of reevaluate. And it's also important to have that balance in everyday life too. Like if your routine is super, super strict that you're not having any fun at all and then you go on vacation and you just throw the whole thing out the window and then you just kind of go overboard on maybe like junk food, alcohol, pizza, whatever then that's such a problem because it's like one extreme to the next. So when you have some sort of lifestyle that is one that you don't want to just give up just because you are going on vacation, that's when things really start to change. So for me, I know what food makes me feel good. So this morning after my workout, after my shower, I went out and found the food that makes me feel good. I had the most fire piece of avocado toast, you guys. It was so good. And I had a little bit of coffee. Um, just enough to wake me up. I've been trying to stay away from coffee. I maybe have like one to two cups of coffee a week and that seems to be working really, really well for me. I've seen really positive benefits in my skin, in my energy levels, and I just wanted to have a yummy cup of coffee this morning. And then for lunch, we're going to go to a really cool looking, I forget what it's called, but it's like a little, it's like a bar slash restaurant situation looks like they have really good vegetarian food vegan food like options of course and um, probably have like a drink or two and just kind of celebrate being on vacation because there's nothing wrong with that at all but obviously still keeping up that standard that I know makes me feel good and doing things for my body that makes me feel good so today that was replacing the um, typical bread on the avocado toast with gluten-free bread. Just like little things like that, that you know will make your body feel good. You have to do those things because if you just toss everything out the window, it's like, what's the point in the first place? My last piece of advice for you guys is to remember that everybody vacations differently. So if you are with a group of girlfriends or even your own family, it's really important to make sure that you're doing what you need for yourself and also respecting what other people want to do as well because vacation is supposed to be fun you're supposed to take a break from you know the hustle and bustle of everyday life but you're not supposed to take a break from your life because this is your life and why would you want to change that and adapt it and and go crazy just because you are on vacation i don't know that's just me personally But like I said, we all vacation differently. So if this episode did not resonate with you, that's totally okay. But I really, really hope that it did. I hope that you got some sort of inspiration or motivation or just a quick little tip from this episode. And if you did enjoy this episode of 8020, new podcasts go live every Monday and Thursday and you can subscribe to stay updated. If you feel inclined, you can leave a rate and a review for the podcast and that just helps other listeners find and enjoy the show as well. You can follow the podcast Instagram, that's 8020POD, or you can follow me on Instagram, it's just at LilyRayco, and both of those links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I hope that you have an amazing day.